Well, here we are in week seven of a nationwide lockdown to contain and eliminate the virus known as COVID-19, a new or novel uh, virus for which the world has no cure or vaccine. And today, this Tuesday, I think it's fair to say that our patience for the lockdown has broken. Our determination has wavered and our resolve has weakened. And the moment this happened was yesterday, when we learned of the case of Oliver Christiansen and his successful legal challenge against the Ministry of Health. We all know the story. His father dying from brain cancer, Oliver flew from the United Kingdom, a COVID hotspot, to spend as much time as he could with his dad. He arrived and went into isolation as per our regulations, but dad started to fade away quicker than expected. So he applied to the Ministry of Health for an exemption so he could see his father, and they refused him. In the end, it was the ruling of a High Court judge, new to the bar, Justice Tracy Walker, that interceded last Friday, and Oliver got to see his dad for his last 36 hours. One of the most important things for me to to stress was Oliver's good faith with our lockdown regulations. He returned to New Zealand, he knew the rules, and he was prepared to comply with the 14-day lockdown. And he waited eight days, but then the circumstances changed. His dad began to slip away. He then looked for empathy and mercy and found none until he went to a judge, a judge who exercised common decency and common sense. The ministry had offered no exemptions in 100% of the applications to it, 24 in total. I guess the problem the ministry has is they wrote the ability to grant exemptions into its law and regulation, but never used them. If their intention was to go hard and heartless and just say, no, it's 14 days and that's that, then they should never have written the exemption clauses in the first place. It was there to be used in the right circumstances. And Oliver's circumstance was the right circumstance. Now, the effect of uh, Justice Walker's ruling has been to open the floodgates of emotion in New Zealanders, emotion that many of us have been holding back. And of course, everyone emphasizes with the Christiansen case, but there's been hundreds more that you will never hear of. Like my mate, my mate whose mum died a couple of weeks ago in lockdown. Due to regulations, he waited for her death at the hospice in the room next door, separated by a few millimeters of jib and framing. Even though he had not been overseas, even though he had no close contacts that had been close contacts with the disease in any way, shape or form, even though he was not unwell, he did not see his mum. They couldn't see each other as she took her last breath. And other family members were banned from being present. He never saw her body. They had a lovely funeral online. So with all this emotion that's around, And it's come bubbling up yesterday, comes anger. And that anger is dissolving the voluntary compliance that the Ministry of Health and the government has relied upon. The halo of St. Ashley Bloomfield has been tarnished, starting to wobble off. He's now been accused of being complicit in politicking, even though he was the supposedly apolitical, unelected professional in charge of health provision. If Dr. Bloomfield is uh, capable of reading the mood of the country, he should know this. 
If he doesn't, then the empathetic Prime Minister should tell him. It is time to move on. And Ashley Bloomfield should not be disappointed. Through human history, the concept of quarantine and lockdown has been used successfully against pandemic after pandemic. Quarantine comes from the Italian word quaranta, which means 40. It refers to the 40 days that people get isolated for. It started really big time in the 1300s, 700 years ago, as we fought the Black Plague. In a strange and biblical irony, yesterday was day 40 of the great New Zealand COVID lockdown. So to Dr. Bloomfield, you got us there. You got us to 40, Ashley. Now let us go.